Philippians chapter 2. From verse 1 it says, If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourself. Each of you should look not only on your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ, who, being in the nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. What Paul is really pinpointing here is about self-life. See, don't focus, don't live your life in self-centeredness. Because self-centeredness really summarizes it all. It is out of self-centeredness. We, we walk in self-love, self-promotion, self-indulgence, self-dependence. It's all about self, self. And self actually is depending on our human nature, and our human ability, and our human reasoning. That's what we've done to the word of God. We've reduced it down to human reasoning. If I don't understand it, then it's, it's not true or it's not applicable. But God's ways are much higher than our ways. And in humility we come before him that we may understand. Let's go to the book of Second Peter and read from chapter 3. Roy, do you want to read for us? <laughs> First of all, you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, Where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forgot that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed, and the earth was formed out of water and with water. By water also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the law will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives 
as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire. And time I came here, I preached what I knew how to preach. And something happened, of course, that night. We stayed in church up to midnight. And many people later testified they couldn't sleep the whole night. They were just crying and crying. The assistant pastor came back to the church in the morning and found 30 people in the building already on their faces before the Lord crying. And we stayed together for three days and God just moved powerfully among their lives and you could see people making a surrender saying, Lord, I'm going to follow you. But then we got a, a problem. The church was going, getting divided. Some people were saying, no, 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 no. We can't take that kind of Christianity. This is too hard. Others were saying, this is what I've always wanted. And the pastor was going with one group. The wife was going with the other group. And their family was also beginning to be split. We tried. We prayed. We sat with the pastor many times. And the following year, I had to say, I can't. I can't go. And I'm seeing your church is going to split. And I pulled back and I made a, a decision that I regret. I said, I'm not going to preach this word in Europe until I understand the European mind and the and I understand the theology to be able to speak into their lives without offense. It took me almost ten years. And so I taught prayer did not make the call to repentance and to the foundation of the Bible. And I remember 2001, I was in Germany talking to about 150 pastors, I think they were. And a man came and said to me at the end, you have preached your heart out and yet I feel there is something you are not giving which is the key to this land. May God help you to find it. And he walked away. And I didn't know what to make of that. But a few months later, I think it was about four months later, I found myself in the home of this man. I didn't know him. I went to visit another friend. And I found myself in the home of this man. And we were talking and I started talking about the visitation of the Lord, the call. And then his wife said to me, John, before I saw you, before I knew you, I had a dream. And I saw a man from Africa. And I knew that the Lord has sent him to bring something that is going to answer the need in Europe. And then I saw you in that dream. And something happened when you had just landed in the land. You got so scared. You took the loaf of bread that had been given from the Lord. You broke it into two. You hid one part behind you. And you gave one part. And the Lord is waiting for you to bring out the other part. Until then nothing is going to happen. And I knew exactly what she was talking about. The first day I stood up here, I told you, we have preached prayer. But prayer alone is just works. It's just self-dependence. It's just self-dependence. We've got to come back to the place of surrender and say, Lord, have your way. Come back, repent. Come back to the foundation. Come back to the word. Look at the word and believe the word. Believe what the word says because the word is going to judge every living soul. 
Let us not be deceived by what the world is offering as Christianity. Let's come back to the word that saved men like Paul, Peter, and all the others. It has been around all these years. Let's come back.